you know, you got everyone's got to have a, a leopard pillow. I'm, so. you know what? That that is literally what I've been missing. <laughs> is a leopard what, pillow. What does your shirt say? Father Fatherhood over everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the yes, brand, man. That's the brand. Like, now, are we in your home office slash studio? <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is um, my uh, the kids' playroom. Ah. And so, like, behind me, I got my daughter's gymnastics stuff. I got the TV, but there's, like, a kid's kitchen. We got couches and chairs. There's, yeah, it's just... Gotcha. But this is like the one, and so when we originally started, um, mm -hmm. you know, I had a co-host. Uh, he's not, he's not with me. Uh, it's a long story. Um, gotcha. But uh, when we had, we, it would be me, and then the guest, and then on mm -hmm. the other side of the guest would be him, and it would tighten my picture up to like this, so all you could see is like from there to there. Mm. So now it's me and the guest, and it's got. Oh, this is great. I mean, but I don't, I don't even care. So it doesn't matter. Oh. So it's, right, so it's gonna, just, so, just you now, uh, huh? It's just you now. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Yeah. It's just me, man. Um, you know, we just, we just had the last out uh, episode come out Friday. We do a new best episode every Friday, nice. 5 PM. So this episode will come out this Friday. Um, I got a couple more episodes to record this week. So what I've been, what I was waiting for is this whole thing with my co-hosts, uh it's been coming for a while gotcha and i uh, am i too loud no not at all okay um and i've been kind of i've been slacking but i've also been trying to figure out yo are you going to be with me or not right yeah. uh and it turns out he's not and so now i'm like booking guests without him and so now i'm having a re set up everything and all that stuff but it is what it is man we're gonna be great um no love loss i i knew i knew it was coming because he just sure he's in the season of his life man where this is just it's not it's not the front and i get it yeah i understand you know yeah i understand so yeah. but thank you for having me on i know it's been it's been hard and it's been my fault that we have not uh you know been able to do this sooner and i've had to ask for multiple yeah, rain checks but uh but, yeah uh, <clears throat> well man i i, I, I texted you i was like Okay, casual is okay because I'm literally just coming back from our house, and you know, it's like I'm so Are glad you, you oh, texted you're me. Oh, you at your you at your in laws? No, I'm actually at our apartment. Um, oh, we still have we still have our place until the end of July, so we're slowly working on the house, gonna move stuff in. So yeah, not in a hurry. Nope, not in a hurry. That's good. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm not in a hurry. Yeah, it, because you know we've been here in Lakeside for five years really oh, we're gonna miss it yeah it's it's you know it's a it's a hip kind of cool place so mm -hmm. yeah 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 i'll miss I don't it no you know. yeah you're at so you're at lakeside no oh, that's fun man it is fun that's probably oh. why i'm broke that's probably why i'm broke half the time but you know it's, well i'm i'm just broke because i'm broke you know you you're broke because you're <laughs> <laughs> spending too much being too cavalier right? Uh, but man, I'm, uh, I'm real respectful of people's time. So I don't, it's, you're not gonna hurt my feelings, but I don't know if you've seen the show. And so I'll do an introduction sure. um, and then I'll introduce you and then we'll just kind of go. Um, I, I have an idea of kind of where I want to guide the conversation. Sure. I don't know. Sure. Um, sure. I don't edit anything out. So perfect. If, well, yes, I raw, know. raw. Yeah. It's good. Well, good. About yeah. It. And so, um, what happens is that I, 
I want to make you look in a good light, right? So if you if you say something you're not supposed to say, <clears throat> tell me to cut it out, and I'll cut that out. Otherwise, it's just going to be the whole damn thing. I love it. Love just, it. Some love people. It. There's something, you know, but there's something to be said about raw and uncensored, unedited, right? I mean, yeah, but that, at the same organic, time, at the same yeah. time, you're representing Midwestern State, which is True. representing Texas Tech, which is semi so far and so forth, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> yeah. State school, you know, yeah, state yeah, supported, yeah. whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I got you wanna, you, Yeah, I, I just want to. I just want to put that out there that it's not edited. And if there's some edited, you let me know. <laughs> Thank you. I got to get, Thank I yawn you. before every episode. It's, I can't get rid of it. I'll try to stop, but. Oh, there it is. There it is. There's the yawn. There it is. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, uh, all right. My, I got four minutes, five minutes in. Good. I know where to edit that out. So yeah, I chopped the front part and the end part and then that's it. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm so tired. God. I, and man, I hear you. I'm I'm physically exhausted right now. I, I've been in the, we've been in the pool. Oh, uh, I wish I would love a pool right now. You can you can come to my house. Okay. <laughs> Maybe if we do part two of this, uh, literally, this, so here, of this here's series. What, here's what I tell people, man. Like, and okay. this is this is true. So, like, if any if people know this, then they know that it's true, uh, or not that it's true. But if you know whatever, if the blinds in the front of our house are open, you're welcome. If they're closed, keep your ass away. That's that's about it, man. I, I, I think that's that makes good sense. I think that's a practical indicator of get out, leave me alone. Well, no, I'm just or, saying, or, like, or, if, come if, on if over, any of my yeah. friends are driving by, hey, if you see the blinds open, that means we're up. You're doing stuff, up. yeah, yeah. So, and we, you know, I bought this house. That's a long story. We bought the house to. We we bought it. Part of it as a ministry. Right. And so a lot of it is we try to invite our church family over or, or people just that we're trying to do life with and things like that. And so That's good. um just trying to be obedient and, and actually live up to what we said, right? That's good. I like that. Part of a Anyways, All right, sorry. All right. Let's, uh, let's do it. All right. I didn't know where to cut off. All right, six thirty, cool. We're good. Phone off. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. You good? I'm good. All right. <clears throat> What's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Dads on Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Josh Ashford. And on this show, man, we are all about helping dads be the best versions of themselves, whatever that means, man. And I got my buddy, Randy Cannibal, uh, Midwestern State Director, Flower Mound. Did I say that right? Or did I get That's it That's right. That is perfect. Just like that. It, you know what? It doesn't matter, man. <laughs> it doesn't we're, matter. Man, we're talking about education. We're talking about yes. education, man uh i'm i'm excited about this randy how do you introduce yourself like i i introduced you how i wanted to but like how do you introduce yourself you know i just say randy cannavel nice to meet you how's your day going you know what can i do for you you I, know i don't i don't really lead with the titles as much i mean unless i guess we're in a, in a formal academic setting but you know me i mean we we serve together in the community i'm i'm i'm, a, I'm just a man of the people you know i like it you know you i know? just i well when you said i'm just randy cannavel i was just like <laughs> You know who I am. Like, <laughs> there, I, I, there's you, my you gotta, there's my intro right there. I'm Randy. <laughs> you know who I am. Oh man. All right. No man. Uh this so this conversation. Um, like I said, I don't I don't ever always know where they're gonna go, but I want to have this conversation about higher education, right? Right. Especially in this whole. I, I don't even want to call it COVID because I want I don't want to say post COVID because not over COVID, but we're in this 
COVID-esque era, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of mm-hmm. changed things. Like, I think things were already changing, right? Yeah. Just just the dyna- dynamics of higher uh, education and things like that. And so the first question I want to ask, and it's kind of, I know the answer, but I'm asking anyways. But then there's sure. a follow-up question. Is okay. that, does higher education still matter? The answer is yes. Uh, and, and if so, like, okay, how do we apply it to this new world? And, and let me put some caveat on there is that, okay. you know, a lot of a lot of people are talking about trade schools are coming back, which they are. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. We need trades. Right. Absolutely. And the the person that is going to a trade school is not necessarily the person that's going to go to Midwestern State, which is a part of the Texas, Texas Tech. Right. Texas Tech University system. Yeah. Part right. of the Texas mm-hmm. Tech University system. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. it's it's a higher ed. Right. It's not junior college mm-hmm. like. I don't want to say you're the real deal, but it is what it is. I don't know other words. Like I'm not a wordsmith, right? You know, so it, it, it the trade schools are not the same path as those higher ed. And so I'm, I'm wondering like, how do they still play, man? Like, because yeah, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I like your question because higher education, I think absolutely it still, it still matters. Um, but I think for everybody, how does that, how does that, what does that look like? Right. Yeah. And then so in this post COVID era and even before COVID, I think what you were seeing in, in higher education, and I'll speak to four year institutions because that's who I work with, is this alignment from K through 12 yeah. and community college or colleges to four years. So K through 12, two year to four year. Okay. You know, so for those, you bring up a good point about trade schools, but what happens if that, if he or she wants to do more or go beyond the trade school? Is there a pathway for them to access post-secondary education and become okay. a manager, become a CEO? It's basically we're giving them a vision of what you can do if you get tired of the trade part. You want to become more white collar. So I think it's how do we take how do we basically bridge these different entities together? And mm-hmm. one thing you're seeing now in post-secondary or higher education is alignment between business, private sector, and Higher education. What do you how mean? do we ma- so basically? How do we workforce readiness? Workforce okay. readiness. And okay. so a good example would be you and I. You know, we're non-traditional. We would be non-traditional students if we went back to school. We don't have time to sit in a classroom for three or four hours a day, right? But we have a lot of knowledge, skills, and abilities that we could put in place of that. And so I, I'm wondering how can we take those those competencies that we have and put them. Um, kind of clap, if you will, kind of clap, mm-hmm. and uh, if you know it, and then give us that experience to show, hey, when we go to to the to the workforce, we know these things already, yeah. because we we are adult learners. Give us the credit, give us the course credit, and let's go ahead and get that degree quickly, so we can get that job, you know. And we're not having to go to school for four years or three years, whatever. We know what we know, and we should be given a degree, and and that should be conferred, you know, rather quickly, mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. So, so we talked about non-traditional. So like, you know, people that want to go back to school, people that are going to school later in life, but like, mm-hmm. what, is that, is that like what you guys are shifting to? Or are you guys still looking for those, like the K-12 right after 12, you go, mm-hmm. you know, going to college or like, what, what are you guys looking for? Are you trying to be that hodgepodge? Because I, listen, I, I love what Midwestern State Flower Mound Campus is doing because like you guys are, are in this metroplex yep. where there are tons of 
you know, four-year degrees, like main campuses. We have North Texas, you know, we have SMU, we have TCU, we have UTD, like we, we can go right. on and on, right? Right. But you right. guys are really like in the suburbs, but you have like specialties. And, and I think they fit for those that are doing the traditional route and those that are coming back to school, right? So I'm just like, what what is Midwestern State Flower Mound really focusing on? Yeah. So we're, you know, when we opened the campus back in 2018, you know, our focus was going to be students that were non-traditional. So okay. community college transfers or people like you and I that have some college, but maybe not a bachelor's. Yeah. Um, not saying we don't, but we're in that age group. And so we are, we're really set up for those place-bound students, those who are local, you know, okay. they can't move. And so we're addressing a lot of, you know, a lot of our enrollment at MSU are nurses who are already certified. They're practicing in the hospitals, but they have to get that bachelor's. You know, it's a condition of employment. Or what about these paraprofessionals in the school districts that they've been working and now they want to be a teacher, right? They want to give back. And so we need to get them teachers certified, but they can't quit their jobs either. They've got a family to support. So I think that's that if you could fulfill that gap, that's where the magic is. And and it's kind of still a niche market, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hmm. adult learners are, are learn differently than traditional age students. And we know that the research shows that. But how do we cater to them? That's the that's the art form there, and I think that's something Midwestern uh, State University, specifically Flower Mound, has has mastered um, like recently that. or continues to master, right? So let's so let's jump back into this like the traditional learners because this, okay. So this is a question that um like and this is going to be on a grand scale. This is not necessarily Midwestern State or Midwestern State Flower Mound, right? right. Um, what what does it look like for those? those parents or students that are out there, they, they're, they're going through high school. I, mm-hmm. I, so I'm thinking about, let me just give you an example. I'm thinking about my niece. Like she's going okay. into the ninth grade this year. She loves graphic design. She loves graphic awesome. design. And, and I, I'm guessing with, with our school district here, Louisville ISD, we have some fantastic technology, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, departments and things like that, but taking those classes, take them away from the main campus. And so if she's taking these graphic design classes, I'm wondering, is that going to take away from those necessary classes that she needs to take in order to, to get to that four year college? Does that make sense? So if she's taking these yeah. electives, graphic design, like, is that going to hinder her chances of getting into a UT or, you you know, something like that? Great question. Not as long as she gets those core classes mm-hmm. kind of completed before she graduates. No. But, you know, in the state of Texas, we are we are um, all about, you know, holistic, liberal education, meaning that it's not the degree you get is not just a vocation. It prepares you for other things in life. Yeah. Um, And so a good a good example is if your niece went to um, MSU or let's say she went to NCTC. Yeah. She has to complete that 42 hour core before she can do anything else. Mm. Furthermore any state institution or any four-year institution in the state won't give you your bachelor's unless you complete the the common core, which is 42 hours, you know, your English, your math, your history. doesn't matter if you've already completed your professional courses. It doesn't matter. You have to still complete that core core classes, core curriculum. It's just how we're set up in the state. And I think it's been a good thing, honestly. You know, is is it harder for them, though? And and so part of it is, yes, I have this question, but then I also have teacher friends that are asking me, like, because they knew I was going to I was I was talking to you and they were mm-hmm. just like, I really want to know, like, <laughs> hey, or well, and, and not even not even like trying to, like, poke the bear. Right. But no. they were just curious, like, 
if if we have kids that are really interested in something, mm-hmm. is them being focused on that going to hinder their chances to go, you know, to that four year school? I mean, granted, it's probably going to be harder. Like they're they're going to yeah. have to like do some more work. But I, I'm just trying yeah. to figure out, um, you know, it, it, is it all going to be the same for them, or are they going to have yeah. a more difficult path? They will probably have it. Okay, so two 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 answers here. One. They will probably have a difficult time, maybe just being admitted, because you're talking about them going to a state school, even if it's not MSU. Let's say it's UT or AM, yeah. still got to have those courses. Doesn't matter how great you did in your graphic design. If you aced that, awesome. How'd you do in your your algebra? How'd you do in Texas history? You have to have those. Um, so the other option is to go to a more specialized school that just focuses on that, not necessarily a trade school, but maybe a a college or community college that focuses just on that. Mm-hmm. And then she could transfer to a four year later on and complete that bachelor's. I think there's a lot of ways to do it. I mean, we look at our Tech West Center here, Josh, you know, Tech West and Tech East, and you know, they're they're big on the trade. Yeah. But the trade stuff, but they have opportunities to keep going to a community college and then transfer to a four year. So the, the second part is it still can happen. It would just be a different route, a different pathway for her. Hmm. Yeah. Where, do, where do you see it all going? Like, you know, as, as just in, in on, on a grand scale, like where, mm-hmm. where do you see higher ed in general going? Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah. yeah Great I'm question. So, 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 I'm uh, over here in this yeah. chair. <laughs> so I thought I was going to get grilled tonight. This isn't just going to be a cakewalk. Um, so a few. It's a not. Few wait, it's not. This is not. This is not grilling. I can grill you. I I can bring up. No, I'm just kidding. Bring it up, brother. You know me. I won't I, you turn know what? It away. No, if I don't, you know me. If honestly, I don't know the answer, I won't find it. Like a. I was gonna know. say, and honestly, here it is, man. And it's just these are just like like things that I'm just thinking about, and that I know please, please. that people out there have questions, and because like you know of we're course. my goal is always to be a resource, right? Sure. So somebody they might not know these questions to ask, and so. I know education matters. I think that's going to be the topic of this this episode. Education matters. So, <laughs> regardless, like you know, I'm we we always got to keep learning. But I just want to know, like, where where do we see it going? Right, like higher ed, yeah. higher ed. So okay, so you know the landscape. So again, a few thoughts. One, we know the statistics show that the number of traditional students coming from K through twelve to a four year is is kind of waning. It's decreasing. Really? Conversely, yeah. Conversely, adult learners are now going to make up, or non-traditional students are going to make up most of the enrollment going to two-year and four-year colleges probably in the next five years. Hmm. Um, and, and that's a loose interpretation of the data that I'm that, that I'm trying yeah, to cite. Yeah, yeah. Two, you're going to see, and, and we're already seeing it, if you look at um, certain online schools like your Western Governors, your Phoenix, although they, they have the... Um, kind of the, the stereotype of being that online school, they yeah. actually do a lot of things right. What do you mean? You know, they, meaning that to get enrolled is a much easier process sometimes than going through a traditional four-year school because you don't have all the red tape. Number two, they take into effect that, hey, most of our students are between 25 and 45 years of age. Okay. And they can't be in a brick and mortar building because they're trying to work, support their family. So how do we bring education to them? Well, that's online. That's maybe hybrid or blended. Oh, and let's go ahead and accelerate your time. Let's get you done faster because mm-hmm. sometimes getting done faster with your degree is better than having 
all the scholarship money, mm-hmm. right? You want to get it done. Let's get out, right? Yeah. That's just the way that, so that's my second thought. The third one is going to be what I thought, what I mentioned before. How do we bridge? How do we make it K through 20? Ooh. One, two, three, right? How do we yeah. do that? Because we know industry wants internships. They want a workforce pipeline. Well, right here in our own county, here in Den County, we have that. We're forming that. Yep. Not just with MSU and NCTC, but look at the whole county. Look at Collin County next to us. Same thing. Yeah. So how do we work together rather than being siloed? And so I think that's where it's going. Now, what most people are going to ask you and I is, great, I spent all this money, I got this degree, but I'm not doing the job that I intended to do that what I got my, and I understand that. And I understand that. But we're also in precarious times right now. Hmm. Um, Post COVID, you know, we've got a lot of things going on in the economy. I mean, it's hard for people to just find employees to work, no matter what industry you're in. Which is crazy because like I know a ton of people that are willing to work, but they can't find anybody that actually wants to hire them. And I'm just like, I I hear it from both sides. I hear I hear it from the 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 corporations, and they're like, oh, nobody wants to work. But then I hear from like people that are they're like, yo, like I'm looking for jobs. And I say that because I have friends and family members that are actively looking at jobs, and like they apply to these jobs. They're like, they're not even overqualified. Like they're qualified, and they're like, oh well you know, we went with somebody else. And so I'm like, well, how, how I shake my head. I don't know. I shake my head. And the only reason I shake my head is because during COVID Mm -hmm. and then 2021, the state was actually giving uh, universities extra money to promote um, basically what they call retooling or, or re redoing your career. So let's say you did something up to COVID that went to crap and now you want to go into a new career. The state will give you money for that. They called it the retooling grants. I think Midwestern, we got a few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But we had to use it by a certain date or we had to give it back. So um, I think UT got, I think, well, I think to Tarleton State or maybe UT, they got a bunch of money. You had to apply for it, but you could pretty much do whatever you want to try to promote students to come back and change their career. Really? Yeah. So I think it's also... How innovative can higher ed be, right, Josh? We can't just sit on our laurels and and the the old way of doing things is not going to work anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. education is, higher ed is known for not wanting to change. It's slow, 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 slow. But I think we're seeing areas of higher ed wanting to make that change because at the end of the day, it's a bottom dollar chase. Still got to make money, you know? Unless yeah, you're Harvard you're not, or Yale, they're not going to work. You're going to make you know? money. Like, and yeah. this isn't you. You know, I know you're not a board of regents and things like that, but I'm like, okay, you still got to make money, but how much money? Right. And so right. That, that's the next question. It's like, do you see anything? And I don't know Midwestern State or, or whoever, right? Do you see yeah. anybody shifting their 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 finance model or, or, or how they're approaching that? Because we see a lot of these, I don't want to say hybrids, but silo campuses that you don't necessarily have to go to, you know, the main campus, like your, your main campus is what, two hours away? Wichita Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Traditional brick and mortar. Well, so, so a couple of thoughts there. So I think when you look at profit maximization or revenue models, lots of ways we can do it. I mean, you can, you can keep cutting and cutting and cutting and through attrition, you just figured out that way, but you know, that doesn't work very well, or you got to find ways to generate more revenue for Midwestern. It was opening a campus in the Metroplex. But more importantly, most of our classes are online. So we're saving on overhead. I like it. And you're saying, well, Randy, you've got a building. True, 
but we also use that building as a portal for students wanting to go to Wichita Falls. So it's almost like we're meeting them where they're at because about 2000 of our students come from the Metroplex or the area. So if they need services before they come to Wichita, that's also my job to make sure those services are fulfilled. Hmm. So, yeah. How does that compare yeah. with like the, the University of Phoenix or and I, I don't know, does does Grand Canyon, do they do online or something like mm-hmm. that? I, I just throw that mm-hmm. out there because I keep seeing them and like now I see yeah. their baseball team and I'm just like, OK, are they like and matter of fact, my my little cousin, she's going there next year. And I'm like, yeah. oh, OK, I didn't really know like they had like a main campus like that. But like she's going there for like dance and stuff like that. And so I thought they were online. Yeah, I think what you're seeing is is the the rebirth of these online schools. Well, okay. you're right. So so Phoenix um, West Coast University, yep. they just they just built a new extension in Richardson, MSU, Liberty. You know, they all have a physical presence somewhere. But what you're seeing is they're starting to infiltrate high de- high population dense areas like the Metroplex, mm-hmm. and it's online. But we have in person services if you need it because they know. People need that physical touch. They need that one-on-one. They need that in-person. Yeah. So I think what you're seeing is this hybrid model of online teaching, but in-person services. Does you Phoenix know? does Phoenix have a physical campus? They don't have a, not here in Texas, but they no, have just a lot in general. of and, uh, they Theirs is out of Scottsdale. I, I didn't know they had a, a like or Phoenix, or Maybe it is in Phoenix, campus. but I think it's in the Phoenix area. They have an actual... Uh, campus and they're accredited and they're working on raising the status by getting the traditional accreditations that schools like MSU have. Um, mm. but, what, but what they're known for is less barriers to entry, yeah. uh, flexible paced courses and programs. Okay. And usually the cost is sometimes less than a traditional four year. Mm. Well, who would say no to that? I mean, students are like consumers now. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how we treat them. Look at how the traditional universities are not being built. They look like resorts. They look like hotels, right? Rec centers, amenities, you name Yeah. Hey, well, hey, I'll spit with you because I mean, it's the truth. It's the truth. And here I am talking and MSU's, we did that. We spent money on a brand. I ran our wellness center there back in, gosh, 2004 to 2013, 14, when I left to come here. We built a, a, a nice wellness center. I think it was about $7 million and we had the students vote on it. They wanted it. Nice football fields. I mean, nice athletic facilities. You name it, man. I was about, yeah. Well, it's been a while since I've been to Wichita Falls. I don't really make a habit to go out there. No shade. Like, I just, it's two hours. Like, it's, yeah. Like I mean, yeah, I know. I got you. I got you. But, then, I mean, but, I, you know, but like that, that entire city has really blown up. Like, mm-hmm. it's what I, when did I get? I got to college in. 20, golly, it's almost been 20 years. Yeah. So I got to UNT in 2005. So I think the last time I was in Wichita Falls was like 2007. So yeah. it's changed. But it's you look changed. at UNT, you look at Denton, how much has Denton grown because of UNT and that population there? And how much, how big has UNT grown? Right. Not yeah. just in Denton. I, but I think UNT's 30, 37,000 students and it's the biggest school nobody's ever heard about. Like, that's. <laughs> So I don't know, man. What 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 do you see is like, and not just not just Midwestern State, but like again, I have I have I do a lot with the high school students here in the area, mm-hmm. and so yep. I I don't want to say I'm jaded, but like obviously everybody doesn't need to go to higher ed. Like no, everybody no. doesn't. And need I, to I'll go say to that. Go. I agree. 
I agree. With so you. I'm like, what, 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 what is that person? And I, I know how, and I hate putting people in a box, but like, what is that person right out of high school look like that's going to higher ed or, or you know what I mean? Like, is, is wow. it somebody that's just doing that want the experience? Is it someone that's just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I think there are, um, types, if you will. So the ones that are going to go to higher ed now probably look different than when you and I were coming out of high school wanting okay. to go into four year. I think the ones now are real, have a, have a direct path. They've done an internship or an externship. They know exactly what they want to do and they can articulate that to you. Mm. Seriously. They, they, yeah, and, yeah. and our school and, and our local school district here at allies, they do a fantastic job of, of, you know, internships and getting that work, you know, that career day that Lindsay Ayers puts up. They, they do a yeah. great job of that, you know, but for those that don't know what they want to do, they can look like, they can look that there are so many different things that they're going to say, do change their mind a million times. They don't know what they want to do. And that I've told people that's okay. You don't have to follow the traditional path. We're not in traditional times anymore. If you want to go to trade school, great. If you want to go to the military first and serve and figure go for it. If you just want to go work, go for it because incurring that amount of student debt and not knowing what you're going to do, there's an argument to be made for that, you know? <sighs> and I'm in so much student debt, but I had to do it. You know, my, my mom and dad were, were middle class, you know, and, you know, not originally from the United States. And so they were working just to keep the lights on for us. And, and I'm, I'm blessed that they taught me those values, but pretty much had to support myself. You know, I worked and they gave me a roof over my head while I was in college, but tuition and fees, all out of Sally Mae. You sound like you sound like me, and then and then hey, you know what what sucks is that you know you know I you can't hold it against your parents because they did the best yep. they could with the knowledge that they have right, and so it's the same with my yep. parents. And like I get my financial aid, they send me they send me the email, and they're like, oh hey, which scholarships are not scrambled? Like what grants and loans do you want to accept? And I'm like, I'm accepting them all, right? And check, I, check, oh, check, check, and then pull them out. Check, 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 check. I get my refund check. Oh, I'm feeling good. But like nobody told me like, no, nope. you know what I mean? Like I got to college when I was 17. Like I, I was just checking the box. My parents didn't know anything about it. Maybe and so know. I'm just like, now I have a lot of student debt. And so it, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not upset. I just wish someone else would have told me or someone, I wish there was somebody there to kind of give me a heads up. Do, is there something that you got, do you guys even get involved in that process? Mm -hmm. Like, with sure folks? well, I'm just wondering yes, like how, because again, yeah. it's been, it's almost been 20 years. Oh, since, and it since, you I, know, since I ran down that path. Like when, look, when I was going to college, Facebook was one year old. <laughs> I so. had a MySpace and then, it, and then Facebook uh. was, Remember that? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Oh, and you can make your own. You can have your top ten, and you can do your own back. Your own wall. Your own back. Bruh, man. That, that's where I. So that's where I learned to. People don't know this, but I built websites on the side, and like, so I've been doing it for like the last twenty-five years. But I learned to code from MySpace. Like I could tell you HTML wow. off the like just all, I memorize all day. It. Yeah, it's stupid. That's another. Well, we should have another podcast just over that. Well, a man of many talents, you are. So to answer your question, yes, MSU, we do. We actually host a, a program called Cafe Con Leche with a third party group. And they help, they help um, our local students here at LISD with the FAFSA or TASFA. TASFA is for those that are undocumented citizens and, can't, and don't qualify for federal financial aid. So we, we do those services. Yeah. 
How long has we that been? Twice a year in our chemistry. I'm not. I'm not upset. I love it. I just. Didn't oh know no, no, no! And we haven't done a good enough job to promote. I would say about three years now. It's been really uh, in place just you guys or, or the state in general. Just us now. Okay. Other state, other state schools might host something like that. But ours is just called Cafe Con Leche, and it was piloted in Wichita Falls at the main campus, and then we brought it down here in in partnership with LISD, and it's it's gaining some traction because the counselors at the high schools don't have time to be financial aid advisor. And that's a whole different ball game, right? As you've said, but we didn't have that. I didn't have that growing up. I learned it as I, as I went and I'm a student right now working on my doctorate online and I'm using financial aid and borrow what I need. And that's it. Mm. That's it. So Cafe Con Leche. So that's what you guys started. But so what I was talking about was uh, you said the FAFSA and then you said TASFA. I didn't know uh -huh. TASFA has, has that always been a thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I yeah, I mean I'm I'm not. So no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. Te Texas, Texas, that's a financial aid. It's it's another one of those long acronyms. Yeah. Where does that money come so. from? And I, I'm not sorry. I'm not trying. I'm not like I really. No, I really no, ask, absolutely. Like I'm, bruh, I'm all for no. it. But I'm just like, if it's for those that are undocumented, we we live in Texas. Texas is usually not the friendliest to 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 those that are undocumented right and right right you know that's a, a lot of those monies come are set aside from the state usually they're um via different grants you know maybe title three title four and i'm not forgive me yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, not I'm not, I'm not sharp enough, but, but 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 they they um they come from the state and they're usually um i want to say that each biennium you know the state legislature determines how much money each okay. school gets, you know, state school. Yeah, yeah. There's usually some funds left over, probably in the general fund, and those go towards the task. But the the Texas wow. Higher Education Coordinating Board is kind of like, um, uh, what's the name of the TEA is for for K through yeah, twelve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, wow. so the coordinating board is like that to us for state schools. So it's somewhere in there. All those monies are in there, and it's through the different Title Three and Title Four grants. So. I like that. Yeah, man. I will, you know, and and again, like there, there's, there's so much to the, the education game, like yeah. not just the schooling, but the financing, and then you know, you you add in the extra layer of those that are undocumented, and and what does mm -hmm. that look like, and then don't even you know get talking about those that are in a foster, those that are in foster care, how they get quote unquote, they, don't they get completely free schooling if you've been in the foster care system. There are, have, there are, yeah, there are ways say, to make. If you've been in the foster care system, I know that you get free college tuition. I don't know if the boarding is included as well. Usually, in in those circumstances, what I've seen is tuition and fees are usually included, okay, or they are brought down to you know to a lesser, a very affordable amount. And most state universities have a program where if you make, let's say, sixty five thousand or less a year, after you've applied all the financial aid, all the scholarships and grants whatever's left in your balance is paid for taken care of by the school. We call it Mustangs Guarantee, UNT calls it Eagle Promise. Every state school has their own program. Um, UTA does it. So everybody's got something to help students, low income students specifically. But I will say this on record here on your, the tuition and fees, the cost of, of higher ed should never be a barrier for anybody. There are too many ways to make school work. Now I'm not saying they're easy all the time, yeah. Um, and, and that includes loans too. I, I think if you do it um, intelligently and you have somebody that can help you like myself, like you, then what's wrong? Because a student loan, I mean, this is your education. It's an investment. It's not a car payment. Mm -hmm. It's not 
something that depreciate, it should appreciate with time. So, I mean, to say I can't afford school and you don't want to go, no, I, I just can't buy into that argument anymore. Yeah, I, I think it's so worth it. You know? I mean, I think it is absolutely worth it. But then again, going back to that, you know, the, the students these days, they kind of know where they want to go, right? Like they know the path that mm -hmm. they want to go on. Like mm -hmm. me, I got to UNT, I wanted to be a graphic designer. And because I wanted to make websites, I wanted to make logo, like that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then my first year, they were like, oh, you got to take drawing. And I was like, I draw with the computer. I was like, why do I need to draw with my hand? Like, no, you need to take drawing. Everybody has to take drawing. And so I switched my major to business. Um, and, and so, like, <laughs> like I, I thought I knew what I wanted to do, right? But when it came down to it, I was just like, this, this is not for me. And so then I go into business. And so it's like, it's a completely different world than what I thought about it. But now I have all these student loans. And so I, mm. I may have wanted to get a degree in XYZ, but I ended up getting something over here but now I'm not even using it. Like I have friends that have degrees in education, but they're, they're in sales, but the world seems to only care that they have a degree. I got a buddy that has a degree in anthropology. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. What? He's got a degree yeah. in anthropology, but mm -hmm. the world just wants him to have a degree. And so I'm wondering when that requirement is going to change. I'm not expecting you to answer it. I'm just talking out the side of my neck. No, sure. I, I think, Okay, so to speak to your point, you make a great, a good argument about I have this degree, but I'm not using it. Well, you know, sometimes and I hate to say it, sometimes just getting a bachelor's degree just gets you table stakes at the job. It's table stakes. Well, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. But if you look at higher education, you know, someone once told me, okay, higher education, is it vocational or are we really trying to increase your knowledge base? And someone told me that at SMU, so I taught at SMU for three years, and you know they're they're much different than Midwestern State University, right? And and somebody said, you know, again, are, are you here because you just want to get a vocational trade, or do you really want to expand your 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 you know your intellectual prowess, your everything, you know? And I'm like, hmm, because an argument can be made that yeah, you got this degree and you're not using it, but I would fair to say that you probably are using some aspects of that degree, you just may not know it. If you think more broadly about it, think more critically about it, you know, you know, for example, we know that lawyers, doctors, yeah. PhD students, people in business, we all think we're all trained to think a certain way. So when you have that lens, everything you look at in life is that way, not just what you're studying, but how you view life, your lens is colored differently. So sometimes is it really what you're studying? Or is it really about expanding your knowledge base why didn't you know your scope you know is kind of what i think of that's, so that's kind of what and, i and then yeah you have some girls that go to college to get their missus degree right they just yeah no shade well hey <laughs> hey I, I, I met my wife at midwestern state university you know i wasn't expecting hey but we can also look at college the university life you know this being a student there is sometimes that's the best that's a learning lab. That's a life learning oh, lab there man. because you can make mistakes there. And usually, you know, you're, you're not going to get reprimanded too heavily or there's, you know, the concessions aren't like you have to go to jail. Maybe you just write a paper, maybe you're suspended, but that's mm -hmm. where you learn about who you are and, and life is sometimes on the college campus. I'm laughing because my, my very first semester and my, yeah, it was my first semester. Oh, let me hear it. I was, hear it. I, was I was this close to getting kicked out of college. <laughs> Why am I not surprised by that? 
it, so and, and, and it wasn't even that. having to do with grades. Like if it if if I wasn't in college, let's just say if I wasn't in college, I would have got it arrested. We're just gonna leave it there. Fraternity? Were you fraternity? No, I was, but it just had nothing to do with fraternity. No, with that. Okay, okay, got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I got no. you, bro. It just, I got you. <sighs> that's yeah hey man look i i, I never <laughs> left college. i'm still working for this my alma mater i never left yeah. uh you know yeah. so i think there's something to be said about um higher education especially in that residential feel when you can I, be in bro, person absolutely like i i tell people you know what like no no shade to the to the the junior colleges and the community college no. and things like that absolutely it is an entirely different experience and so i I do a lot with, again, high school kids and I try to tell them, you know, they're so excited to go to college. And I'm like, first two years, that's about it. Like that, the first two years is the college experience, right? After that, you don't care. Mm -hmm. You want to get out. And so you go, yeah. they're like, oh, I can't wait to go this, this and the parties. And I'm like, first two years. <laughs> After that, you, well, you won't care. Well, Josh, is, I mean, it isn't a lot of things in life kind of like, it's kind of that honeymoon phase as, as people say things and then you're like Ooh. okay what's next and i think that's just human nature but you know again i tell people look at your degree get what you need to get if, if you have that path but think beyond that certificate or that diploma think about really what you learned and the people because i tell people all the time students going in you're going to learn as much in the classroom as you will out of the classroom maybe even more out of the classroom facts i like it man Bro, this look. This we already been going forty minutes, and uh, again, I want to be respectful of your time, man. But you've, yeah. this is, yeah, you, you've answered a lot of my questions, a lot of things that I had going on in my head. But like, what is something mm -hmm. that you would leave those students, not even those students, those parents that are about to have students going into college or, or that are in college? Like, what would you leave them with? Um, a couple of things. One, it's okay, it's okay, and what I mean by that is. If your son or daughter, or even yourself, if you're looking for what's the next step and if it doesn't fit the norm, that's okay. Because I think I can tell you my own life testimony. I got my degree in marketing. My master's was in PE. Um, here I am a, an enrollment director at Midwest. Not, not connected at all, you know, but they are, you know, in another, share that in another podcast. Second, do as much research as you can. Look at as many avenues as you can. You have to do and, and but find somebody like myself, like you, Josh, that can be an, a resource for you. Because I think you brought up a good point tonight is we need a guide. We need somebody to kind of really show us and be that resource. Because starting college, whether you're a traditional student or non-traditional, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So find that person you can talk to and you that trust Oh, I thought That's you had, it. I felt like the way you were going, I was just like, man, he's got one more. But well, the, the, the next one would be, let's do this again, because we've unpacked a lot of things tonight. And then Josh, you've done, you do, thank you again for having me. You do such a yeah. good job. And for those of you that don't, Josh is an amazing steward of, of the area. We served together on the Louisville Ed Foundation. And really Josh, Josh got me into LEF and, and here we are. It's how do we get these students prepared and give them opportunities for the next Next chapter of their lives. So, bravo right. to so you, man. I don't want you guys hating on me in the comments. I'm just kidding. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody hates don't on hate on comments. Josh. He's he's awesome. Really, it's, it's usually text messages. Like, I can't believe you said that, and I'm just like, hey, you know what, bro, bro. I listen. So, bro. some of the things that I post on social media, I strategically pick like seven second snippets to poke the bear. I like poking the bear. 
bear's poking fun. the bear. Sometimes you, you have to poke the bear. You you have to challenge things. You do, but that's part of higher education too. You got to challenge the norm. Hey, hey, yeah. I like I'm it. about challenge. I'm about no, you're you're good. I don't have any like I don't have anything else. I was about to end it, man. Um, you guys know, man. Everybody out there in podcast land, you guys have been fantastic. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, like the podcast, share the podcast, subscribe mm-hmm. to the podcast. Uh, until next week, take care. God bless. We love you. We out of here. That's it, man. See, that was thank it, you, brother. Buddy. Dude, that was awesome, dude. We we need to do it again. Um, and maybe so, so if you want so to do it, here's what series, happens every time. Like, here's what happens okay. every time. I try to keep the show to like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. And, and probably around that like 35 minute range is like mm-hmm. when we just like that's when we start because people get nervous and they like tighten up. But we always unpack things that like we can't go down this rabbit hole because like we don't have enough time. No. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, there's like always like, oh, my goodness, we need to do this again. But like what I mean, what else would you want?